2: Obviously, we have a big day, uh, National Football League, as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl, but new information coming out of seemingly every little bit on the helicopter accident that claimed the life of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven others. Something we're going to do in about 15 minutes uh, is we're going to play back the last interview that Kobe Bryant ever did on Fox Sports Radio. It was last summer. When I filled in for a day on Dan Patrick show with Doug Gottlieb, and it was the day that Kobe decided to do media after LeBron James signed with the Lakers. And so we had him on and he was entertaining. We, we, my God, we joked around about the helicopter he took uh, that he would take everywhere. He gave us stories about how much that used to cut off his commute and we're going to bring that back for you. it's the final time that he spoke on Fox Sports Radio and it was that day he did three interviews. He did one radio interview and that was with us and then he did two TV ones. We're going to bring it to you unedited and the topics are it's it's going to be mainly about when LeBron signed with the Lakers and what it means to be a Laker and, and just something we really wanted to do here is everybody is sharing their Kobe Bryant stories and certainly we've done that the past couple of nights and now uh, I think it's time we hear from him in the last time he was on on with us and uh, anywhere here at Fox Sports Radio.
5: See, I had a, a Kobe story today. I mean, obviously, we're we've been talking about it on on air a lot, and people in our lives, friends, family. Hey, what what do you know? What do you, you know? What's the reaction? I go to get a haircut, and um, the news is on, and it flips back from traffic snarls and whatever to Kobe, and the woman gets really mad. Starts giving me a little bit of her her history and mm-hmm. well you know some personal stuff. I've just now met you, but she's got C-cutting a razor. Cutting my hair, yeah. But she's got a razor. In she's her got hand a sharp object. She you want to be smart? Very angry. Okay. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna stand up and I think I'm gonna go sit by over her, <laughs> over my hair. No, sir. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but obviously very agitated, and it was all about Colorado and yep. start having like let her vent. But it's it's a percentage of the. Conversation that is very real for 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 some people, and, and I had mentioned what I did. I didn't talk like I didn't say anything. About you were just a guy getting a haircut. Getting a guy, a guy getting a haircut.
2: Hey, got a guy and in purple shorts. I think that's Mike Harmon. Th- I'm going to tell him what I think. I think that might have been it. I think. Well, a lot of people wear purple shorts in LA. That's the thing. Like you, you like I really you, you kind of stand out here. No, no, you don't. People think it's oh, you must he's a big Laker fan. No, he wears. Or he's dressed like Grimace. No, it's-, it's one or the other uh but we got some some new details coming look everybody is as you said they're all glued to the news uh we found out last night the helicopter missed clearing the mountain by 20 to 30 feet this could have been about visibility was the helicopter in a dive uh the guy in in calabasas who had video of the helicopter that was circling uh for a few minutes about a half hour before the helicopter went down would that have anything to do with what happened on on the on on the on the helicopter and just you know new bits and pieces of evidence evidence we're getting now over the course of the past 24 hours. Even the woman who had uh, her Google Nest was able to pick up the sound of the final 45 seconds of the helicopter because it was right near her house in Calabasas. And and now it's the information part of this storyline is as we continue with the grief, it's now what happened, now we need to know. Now what happened, why, let's start putting these pieces together. But the Lakers tried to put the pieces back together today as they spoke for the first time since the death of Kobe Bryant head coach Frank Vogel in the scene uh, at Lakers headquarters today you saw all the media that was there and he spoke at length uh, about Kobe Bryant about what the Lakers need to do in this time and first he was asked how did you tell the team on Sunday when you heard the news
3: you describe how you um, broke the news to the the team on the plane and um, kind of what the sentiment uh,
6: of that moment was like you know, for me, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew, and um, you know, I've some of them had had heard. Uh, you know, I've seen the reports. Some had not, um, so it's just a, a daunting task of just uh, grabbing each guy one on one and letting them know.
2: Uh, he was the only one to talk today for the Lakers, Frank Vogel, and he, and he answered all the questions and and. Look, you know how difficult of a time this is. The Lakers still are looking to play their first game Friday night as they, they take the first steps of a new normal, which is a normal that nobody had ever wanted to see a world without Kobe Bryant in it. Uh, he went on to talk about when he was going to know, and questions turned to the Lakers, how he was going to know when the Lakers be ready to play. How
5: do you know when this team can be ready? And you said it's pulled you together.
6: How do you guard against it breaking you apart and losing focus? I don't think he could break us apart in any way. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just a feel thing. You know, you you observe those around you. You observe your own feelings and emotions. And, um, you know, you you, uh, proceed at the right pace at the right time. As the days have
2: gone on since Sunday... And we're finishing Wednesday, heading into Thursday, and Friday's going to be their first game. And then Sunday, the Super Bowl, will have a tribute to Kobe Bryant. Then there's going to be Kobe's memorial service. And then we're going to find out the cause of the accident, at least the preliminary report by the NTSB will come out. You know, I was thinking about this last night, is that we... Look, in, in life, it happens. You know, everybody wants to live to a ripe old age of 100 and, and go quietly in their sleep. But there's tragedy and there are unforeseen circumstances. And when somebody dies way, way, way before their time, it is shocking. But certain stories just are, are almost unshakable when when an actor or an athlete or someone dies suddenly, and what happened, and we find out, well, they had they had health problems, or it was drugs, or whatever was. Okay, it's it's we 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 reconcile it and we 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 hold on to it and we move on because look, life moves on. But certain times when something happens, that's just so bizarre and it's so random and it's out of the blue and there's no reason for it and there's a question behind why it happened. It stays with us forever. And it's it's every generation now, I'm gonna go back, you know, 30, 40 years, you know, has that story. John Lennon being shot and killed. Oh, I remember uh, that one like like it's yesterday. Yeah. Princess Diana dying in the car accident. Kobe Bryant now, the helicopter accident. All had questions surrounding it. All are things that will never be answered. All people who died before their time and these are stories and and, and these are personalities. This story of them dying is going to go on and we're, it's never going to be far from our consciousness. It's never going to be far from it because of the circumstances surrounding how big of an icon these people were still at their time, even though they're at the same time in their lives. Look, John Lennon was not at the height of his Beatles fame, but he was still, look, it was John Lennon from the and Beatles. No, when he had a new album you coming know? out. Yeah. I,
5: I, like, I remember my, my dad came home from work right obviously i'm seven years old i go to bed i don't hear the announcement on monday night football i don't know any of that my dad comes home from work and he has a newspaper and music as you know with my daughters is just the lifeblood and with my my dad it was the same thing right i mean we always had music playing and he had this ridiculous record collection that spanned all varieties but that newspaper just kind of held it in front of me that was it man yeah. that's and all these years later, that still stands. And when I got my copy of Double Fantasy, I even listened to the Yoko song. Oh,
2: well, that's a true fan. Hey, that's kiss, true. Kiss, fan. kiss,
5: kiss, kiss me, love. is One fan. of the finest ever. Wasn't that Lita Ford? I was no, kiss, that was me, kiss deadly. me deadly. Kiss
2: me once, do do Yeah, okay. But well,
5: I mean, that album I, I wore out like just. I'm sorry, I you got to explain it. to
2: millennials what an album is. You have
5: to. That you have album to that. was, um, well, they they call it. Um, what is it? A licorice pizza, I believe like- is one of the terms you can call it. Now a- that
2: would be a great name of an album. You've be- got the licorice pizza album? Oh man, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh- it's so so good.
5: No, no but, but vinyl is back in full yes. effect. So you know, millennials know what vinyl is.
2: No, but but those are but that's yeah. where Kobe Bryant is going to forever be remembered, mm-hmm. and where we're going to think of him. Like think about how we think of Princess Diana. Think of how we think about John Lennon. That's how we're going to think about Kobe Bryant yeah. because of all the circumstances surrounding what happened and and how he died. It's just really, I mean, this is a story that's gonna it's it's gonna go every day, mm-hmm. and we're gonna, gonna stay with us forever.
5: Yeah, no rhyme or reason, just the. We'll get details and we'll get some sort of closure. But are you ever going to really know it all? I mean, there's no black box. Mm -hmm. There's going to be as much science as you can apply to it but still going to be a lot of questions, some of which we posed yesterday. Some folks were not happy with the questions we posed yesterday, but you're you're trying to make sense of it. And that's our job here at Fox Sports Radio, Jason and I. uh, You get the human element comes in of wanting to know why. It's not not easy box score stuff. We can't just check off numbers and move on.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific
2: Obviously the main story continues to be the fallout from the Kobe Bryant helicopter tragedy, the accident that killed Kobe, his daughter and seven others on Sunday in Calabasas, California. And, we're entering now the phase of this story where it's go we we have the the morning phase that's going on now. We're getting into the information phase because now the 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 focus is turning to the investigation what happened right why did it why did the plane why why did the helicopter go down? What were the factors that were contributing to it? We're going to have the Lakers play their first game on Friday night, and that's going to be an experience as they honor Kobe Bryant. And that will happen at the Super Bowl again, and then there's going to be uh, some sort of moment for Kobe, whether it is a public gathering or a private funeral, but there will be some kind of memorial for him we're hearing that la right now that staples center might not be large enough they may have to move it to the rose bowl yeah or rose bowl coliseum if they have the new
5: stadium perhaps that i mean we're talking about 80 to one hundred thousand people right by the time you set seats down so i mean the question of do you have two services right one for family close friends and associates one for the public to mourn but certainly a very big logistical task for the city of Los Angeles, which is why it's going to take some time before you get anywhere close to
2: finalization of that. And and now we're starting to hear from the Lakers. We're starting to hear from Vanessa Bryant, who we're going to get to coming up in a second. We're hearing from Kawhi Leonard in a couple of minutes. But the Lakers have just put this statement out uh, six minutes ago in regards to Kobe Bryant. We are devastated and have been forever changed by the sudden loss of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. We send our love to Vanessa, the Bryant family, and to the families of the other passengers. Words cannot express what Kobe means to the Los Angeles Lakers, our fans, and our city. More than a basketball player, he was a beloved father, husband, and teammate. Their love and light will remain in our hearts forever. The Mamba Sports Foundation has set up the Mamba on 3 Fund. That's Mamba on 3, T-H-R-E-E. To support the families affected by this tragedy. To help, please visit MambaOn3.org. That's MambaOn3, R E three, T-H-R-E-E, dot org. For those who are inspired to continue Kobe and Gianna's legacy in youth sports, please visit org. That's org. So the Frank Vogel spoke today. The Lakers starting to come out from the shell and where you are after you're dealing with a tragedy. Eventually, you have to find a way to move on your life, the new normal. Uh, LeBron still, we're going to hear from him at some point. He didn't talk today. Frank Vogel was the only one who spoke today for the Lakers. And Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's wife, put out a message on Instagram, and I'm not going to read the whole post. I'm just going to read part of it. There aren't enough words to describe our pain right now. I'm not sure what our lives hold beyond today, and it's impossible to imagine life without them. But we wake up each day trying to keep pushing because Kobe and our baby girl, Gigi, are shining lights to lead the way. Our love for them is endless, and that's to say immeasurable. I just wish I could hug them, kiss them, and bless them, have them here with us forever. Uh, she had a much longer post you want to see it on Instagram as well Vanessa Bryant's Instagram uh she got a picture of of her and and her entire family uh you recognize the 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 part of Kobe and Gianna that that part of the picture has been in many mm-hmm. uh different outlets over the course of the past 36 to 48 hours so now we're, we're starting to hear from people, and this is where the story goes. And, you know, we talked last hour a little bit about the legacy of Kobe Bryant and how certain celebrities in the, in life and in death for different reasons hold us enthralled no matter how much time has passed. And I, it's Kobe, Princess Diana, John Lennon. I mean, you're, I'm going back 20 years, 20 years. Each generation, you know, has right. had a, a death untimely and way too soon and shocking and full of controversy and, and 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 unexplained answers for all of these things and for different reasons these are people from three different very different walks of life we have a princess we have an nba icon and we have a rock and roll star and these places in history that each of these people have it's hard to explain but it's just their place and what happened how they lived how they died is always going to be close to us. We're never going to get past that. It's going like look. We still talk about Princess Diana now. There's still television specials on now about Princess Diana. There's television specials on right now all about John Lennon. Twenty years from now, it's going to be TV specials on about Kobe Bryant. And there's still going to be specials on on Princess Diana. And there's still going to be specials about John Lennon. It's going. To, th- this is just the way. it is. certain people, for different reasons, cut through and and become jo- even larger. After after they've gone, than they were in life, and they were pretty bleep and large in life. Well, no, that's it. You you're frozen in time in that moment, right?
5: In each of the three cases that you, you speak of, for Princess Diana, there's a lot of you know questions of what her life was to become. But you had the the two sons, and and now everybody follows their every movement. And obviously, this past couple of weeks with you know Meghan Markle and and moving to Canada and all this stuff, it becomes that much more magnified and with many people going back to the way princess diana had lived her life so you know what trickle down effect did you have there what what did the her death do to the crown right with john lennon at he was getting ready for his next next act right at the same age as kobe bryant was and is passing on on sunday Is that it's not a long illness it's not a an announcement right for me growing up in Chicago I mean the Bears being my team Walter Payton there was an announcement he's sick his body's broken he's got something he can't he can't fight for much longer so there's you know coming to grips with that the mortality of your your prize sports figures or cultural figures but there's not that suddenness to it. I mean, go through all the the 27 Club, as they're called mm-hmm. in rock and roll, yeah. right? All the the musicians, and some of them, if you look at the art for art's sake, you might argue that it's not very good. Mm. <laughs> you you might have different feelings uh, about those those different musicians. But because their lives were cut tragically short, not in the same fashion, but you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be, that it's still it still resonates and has a hold on us but the three you have i mean those are generational as as we stand and with kobe bryant you know we're just beginning to find out exactly all those stories that you and i have talked about since you know sunday texted back and forth of all the things he was doing behind the scenes and all the mm-hmm. good he did that nobody ever knew about because right. he didn't want it publicized yeah all oh, the, the
2: the sick children he visited in the hospital yeah, all that he stuff. did for yep. for college teams that came to use the lakers locker room when they when they played. i mean it's and being where i am our ages you and i are both in our 40s the obviously Kobe Bryant's career we all saw mm-hmm. we all saw what happened with Princess Diana John Lennon I was very young I mean I didn't know the full and total impact of the Beatles but I knew the Beatles were a great rock and roll group and everybody was being you know, at that point John Lennon was by himself and he had done Imagine and you know he'd gone out on his own and Paul McCartney went on to do Wings and you know I obviously not growing up with and Beatles, Ringo was Ringo. And Ringo was Ringo did and Ringo did Photograph yes. and Dark Horse Records and then from George Harrison George Harrison yeah. went and did when we was fab and a couple of other songs. And I he got, hung
5: out with the Pythons. I got my mindset on you. <laughs> the one song that I hated of his entire catalog but his biggest
2: hit. <laughs> but look, it's, it's it's. I think it can be jarring to hear, wait a minute, Kobe Bryant, Princess Diane, and John Lennon. John Lennon, John Lennon, John Lennon. Yeah, the myth of John Lennon just grows in the time after his death because of everything that he stood for in peace. What another complicated guy, right? Of course. Was the government
5: looking at him? the grand conspiracy? Was it really just Mark David Chapman? Mm -hmm. Is there more to it? All these years later, there's still so many theories, I mean, Little Green Men could have done it, For oh, and right. been behind it at this yeah. point, for all the theories that are still out there, and I mean, you're talking, going back to 1980.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, and you go to Princess Diana, which was in the late 1990s, and I remember the night that she died. It, it, my wife had worked, it was working at E at the time. And it was great because we moved out to LA and I was working in sports and she was working for E because it was two great passions of ours. And she worked on E News Daily. And it was a Friday night or Saturday. I forget what. I think it was a Friday night. I think that's right. And yep. we had gone out with a bunch of her friends from work after it was over, after the show was over. And we go out and news comes in that Princess Diana's is killed in a car accident. And we're like, oh my God. God, what? And it's going on, and and you know this is back in the just to take you back. This is in the in the mid late 1990s when you know E News Daily was a live show, and then it was 23 hours of taped shows. Yes, and on the weekends it was all taped shows. You know, not many. You know, there was still you still your odd news. Stations that did live weekend shows, but not all of them. And e-, e-, e Entertainment was a news, entertainment news, and they weren't doing anything live on the weekends. And yeah, that you had Kurt Loder on MTV. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. yeah, with this MTV news break. It was Kurt Loder and Tabitha Soren. Oh, right? that nice. You there you Sorin. go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you, she? She was the one she asked uh, Bill Clinton, he said he loved Thelonious Monk, and she said, Who is the loneliest monk? No, 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 Thelonious. It's a good line. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, we're, we're sitting there going, oh, like we can't believe it. And they're all going, oh my God, next week is going to be crazy. We're going to be in like at you know, butt crack of dawn on, on Monday morning at 6 o'clock for this and everything. And I laugh, and they go, what? And I go... You guys don't think they're going to call you in in like a half hour to do this show? Right. And I'll never forget one of the one of the guys goes, "Come on, you're sports, but you know what you're talking about. We you know what you're talking about." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, okay, sure in enough, sports." Yeah, and he started laughing in sports. Yes, well, there's sport, no reaction because he no. was like, "No, because sport live sports happen on the weekends, so yeah. it was natural. There's always live sports, Something. but live entertainment, you know, there wasn't all that. We didn't need that on the weekends." And I and I, and he left. He like dismissed me, and I was really pissed at him. And I'm like, "Okay," and sure enough, and. An hour later, an hour later, one of the guys who was like the, the head of the, the, the EIC said, gets a page. So he only gets a and page. A page, you sure. And he goes, and he comes back, he uses the phone, he comes back, he goes, guys, we got to go in, we're going live. At midnight, <laughs> and I was like, "Where is that blankety blank?" And he had he had left. He wouldn't and you're a to lousy blank softball player he, too. He 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 saw him on the way back, from the band, wherever he made the phone call, and he left. He wouldn't come back to the table because he not. knew I would say, "Oh, what do you mean, Mister Sports Guy? Mister <laughs> Sports Guy? You know you don't know what you're talking about. You think they're not going to call you Never. an hour later? Yeah, we're we're going live, and they were live all weekend. Tom Cruise went on, e, and he talked about how I've been." Chased through that tunnel before uh, by paparazzi, uh, trying to evade them, and 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 George Clooney went on there, and and all these star superstars were uh, actors and actresses were going on television talking about being chased by the paparazzi and the press, and 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 what it's like in London, and, and and how difficult it is, and and it was just a weekend of I I just it was coverage that I had never seen before on anything that wasn't sports oriented. Look, I mean, growing up being in, and working at ESPN, I was I'm used to wall to wall sports coverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, news coverage was, you still had the news at 4, 5, and 6, and 11 o'clock at night, and then if you watch CNN during the day, or or Fox News, or whatever it was, they weren't live all the time. They, they had tape programming on a bit, but this was the first when it was like, okay, the, the 24-hour news cycle needed to really become... A permanent part of American society then, because th- you you can't trust it. Uh, we can go on and have tape programming on. I mean, there's look sports talk radio back then even had tape programming on overnights. Can you imagine running a tape show overnight? Oh, sorry, wait. Uh, yes, Dan does that. Um, can uh, can that you bad. imagine? Can no. you imagine having a? I mean, a, where? Oh yeah, we're having, we're in a tape programming. Wait, but live things are happening. that no, it doesn't matter. We're not just called the Odd Couple. Yeah. Oh! Oh, oh come on, Justin! But that was that was the last thing I can remember that had this kind of lasting impact. Because Kobe's going to have that kind of lasting cultural impact. It's just going to happen. Well, and it
5: sparks a lot of debates. Uh, you know, we, and as we've talked and, and touched on it, not just the the basketball player, the impact. I mean, we still can see those tributes flowing all over the place right Uh, Kyrie Irving speaking tonight and teams uh, players changing their their numbers all over the place uh, as we've talked about right I mean all of these things check the boxes you you heard them here first as to how this kind of would flow is just that difference of he was there all the current players and those coming up that are just about ready to break through that's their guy. It's him leading into LeBron, so you know you're going to see all those tributes. You're going to see that. You're going to have the conversations about the difficult parts of his life as well, but tragically cut short in that manner. That that certainly cuts through uh, any any clutter and and really will define a generation of sports fans.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: We want to get to this on Kawhi Leonard as the Clippers star talked today for the first time since the death of Kobe Bryant. Kawhi helicopters as well into and out of practice. When he came back to Los Angeles area to play for the Clippers, Kawhi reached out to Kobe who was a friend and a mentor of his and he he recalled earlier today how he talked to Brian about everything from basketball, where to live, when I'm commuting to L.A. I mean, Brian lived in Newport Beach, obviously, and he talked to Kawhi about using a helicopter. And Kawhi now is rethinking whether or not he's going to continue to use helicopters to get to and from practices. Let's hear Kawhi.
3: Does the accident gave any pause
8: about using helicopters? move forward.) Oh, man. You know, it just it's just one of those times when it was just his time. You know, uh, I feel like, but I mean, the things that you hear, you don't know what's real yet. You know, I, I can't really speak on it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yet.
2: He actually had the same pilot uh, that Kobe had on on his fateful flight. Uh used it many times. Many times he would say, yeah, I'm going to get Kobe coming back here. Uh, doesn't know whether he is going to continue to use that mode of transportation. As he said there, the, maybe good, the question was tough to hear. That's why I led to it the way I did. He said, I mean, the things you hear, you don't know what's real yet. I don't know. I don't know yet. There's a lot of thoughts in my head. Now, you know me, and I've talked many, before about, many times before on how I am scared to death of flying, can't stand it. I do it because it is what to do, what we have to do to live our lives and travel. We have to go see family. We have to go take trips. We have to go do these things. And luckily, I'm able to take a nice pill when I get on the plane and fall asleep. And when I wake up, I don't care. So are we going to do a yeah, I don't
5: care. Winnebago to Tampa next uh, year? Is that I'll, what's happening I'll, I'll for I'll the Bago Super
2: Bowl? Winnebago to Tampa? Win ba- we yeah. go Breaking Bad? Sure. Uh... So, am I better than I was previously? Yeah. I mean, I I would say it probably hit its zenith for me, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so, or, or, you know, eight or 10 years ago. Um, One time I was on a flight back from when I was working at ESPN, and I was on a flight back when I went to Bristol for a few days to work and then came back to LA, and we're in the cabin, and, and, I was actually one of the few times I got to fly first class. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. going to fly first class. I mean, the the airline attendant comes to you every two minutes if you want something to drink. What Would you like, sir? What Would you like, sir? Hot towel, hot towel. You like a drink, drink. Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke. And still, we haven't taken off yet. Diet Coke, yes. Diet Coke, yes. Diet Coke. Yes. Diet Coke yes. And you kept doing the little pinch of vodka. Yeah, a little bit of this, a yeah, yeah, little bit of this. Yeah. And we take off, and we're yep. flying and flying, and then the airline attendant comes through and says, "Okay, everybody, put your seat backs up. We're landing in about ten minutes." And I would fallen asleep. And I'm like, just right, not not like taking a pill or anything, because I take a Xanax when I go on a, on a, on the flight, and uh, when I fly now. And I'm like, wow, was I out that looks like I was flying to Detroit and then Detroit to LA. I'm like, Whoa, you're already in Detroit, it's a two-hour flight, but okay. And then I, I realize, wait, we just, what's going on? And the pilot tells us we've lost an engine, and we have to land, and we're going to be landing in in a few minutes, and we're going in, and everything is fine, but we've lost an engine, so we have to land, and. For the next 10 minutes, fairly flipping out. Uh, Kenny Maine was on the flight. Pl- he's sitting two rows over from me, and we're kind of looking at each other like, oh, wow. Okay. 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 And then as we start getting closer to landing, I'm realizing, all right, we're going to land now. You know, I can see the ground. We're going to land. And I look out, and I see all these rescue vehicles. Uh, there's like three or four fire trucks. There's police cars. There's ambulances all lined up, but they're like... 300 yards away and my first thought was why the hell are they so far away and then it hit me because if the plane crashes they want to be far enough away to be safe and then it hit me all over again like oh my goodness oh my goodness you know we landed they came out we got off the plane we we embarked and and it's actually some people on the plane going so is this going to can I get back on the plane when is this plane taking off again i got to make my connection and the and the the pilot said man this plane is going to be here for weeks we have to go through a whole mm-hmm. you know investigation as to what happened with this plane and so that's probably what started it for me and have i gotten better on it yeah but still helicopters no way i'd never i i just the mental angst that i would go through before getting on it is not worth it like when we went to alaska this summer on the cruise uh there was they offered helicopter tours of glaciers different areas Mm -hmm. of, of alaska and so we would have excursions getting off the boat. And every time we got, my, Pam would say, all right, what do we want to do? Yes, sled dog run. Yes, let's do this. Yes, let's do this. Pam goes, oh, Zoe, what do you think about this? Helicopter ride around one of the big glaciers and then here and, and then to, a, to an upper level uh, sled dog uh, exhibit. And you fly around for like an hour in a helicopter. You go down. And I just said, not doing it. And she goes, what? I go, not doing it. And and my wife was like, sometimes my wife knows when she can convince me of something when I say no, but she needs to talk to me for a few minutes. But I think she knew right away. I just said, you guys can go. I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And and she was like, but what? But it sounds, I go, sounds great. But you know what I'm going to be like between now and the trip to, I'm going to think about that every five minutes. Not doing it. I'm not going. And she said, Okay. And she knew she wasn't changing my mind, and that's—it's it's just something that it, it's for me. It's not worth it's, that mental. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Not that it's not normally safe. You hear all the time. You hear, oh, flying is so mm-hmm. much safer statistically than driving. And I go, yeah, I get that. But if I get in a car accident, I have a pretty good chance of walking away. A car may be totaled, but I can walk away. You get in a, a accident with a plane or a helicopter. What are your chances of walking away of that? It's like you know. Yes, there's less of a chance, but in a in a car, if you're in a big car, it's depending on the accident you have. Okay, you're getting out and you're exchanging information with the other driver. Yeah,
5: I'm at two and a half years of bonus time at this point from a car accident, but I, I'm actually the exact opposite when it comes to air, airplanes. I don't sleep any better anywhere else in this world because there's nothing I can control somehow I've found that zen place Okay. that if it's my time... Should be a pilot. But if something's good... Yeah, I, I don't have the...
2: Oh, I would... The, oh, yeah yeah, 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 your
5: visual. Vision. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, those glasses are pretty fine. No, fake. and they wouldn't let me wear the shorts. I mean, I I couldn't do that.
2: <laughs> Why is our pilot wearing purple shorts <laughs> just, and a Northwestern hat? He's just
5: hanging out. But no, in, in all reality... I don't, don't want to get on this plane with him. <laughs> I didn't get on a plane until I was in college. I didn't do any of that as a kid. We, we had few vacations and most of those were quick road trips but when it came to flying it became a all right here's a place where i have no control right and i spent a lot of time in cars so if i can get on a plane somewhere which i should just do for fun because i sleep really well like before the plane's even gone engine goes on it's like a pavlovian experiment man i am done except when we had the kids were little and then well they're poking you in the gut saying what's going on so you have that but it's just that recognition of hey if if this is what's meant to be and something were to go wrong you know in light of this this tragedy i mean maybe i revisit that i don't know but historically it's just been a for me it's something i i haven't thought of and i've tried to talk people through it mm. i've tried to talk you through it yeah to no avail no tried no. to convince you i can ply you with booze No. Nope. Whatever movie you needed to watch, no. Nope. As much I get on, chocolate. and they say
2: when the, when I hear that when when the captain says close your doors, prepare for takeoff. Boom! That's my pill. Music As is on. Hamilton soundtrack is on. Done, but as much chocolate I've as we've offered because I I mean, Frostberg and I have tried up. to get you to go all over the place. I know, but chocolate's going to keep me awake. guy. It's going to be that's no. too tough. Chocolate's going to do
5: that. Well, forget it. I mean, well, if you need to sleep, you need to sleep. No. But it was more just a things that you like to keep you occupied. Can't Here's another sleep sandwich.
2: Eating chocolate. Here's another sandwich. I'm sure chocolate. Yeah.
5: Chocolate. Why'd you bring out a giant pile of cheesesteaks? Well, we we got to keep them occupied <laughs> for the next couple
4: hours. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: And last year on July 1st, Clutch Sports put out a tweet saying LeBron James has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. That changed the basketball landscape. The following day... Doug Gottlieb and I filled in for Dan Patrick, as we did that week, because Dan was on vacation. And it was the day Kobe Bryant decided to do interviews. He had, hadn't talked about anything with LeBron, nothing. And he talked for the first time. He did three interviews that day. He did one on radio with us, and he did two on television. So we want to bring you back is the last time that he appeared on Fox Sports Radio. I don't know how many interviews he's done, period, in general since then. Uh, but this was the day after... LeBron James signed with the Lakers, and Doug Gottlieb and I got to talk to him about every topic under the sun with the Lakers, their legacy, and we even talked about him and the the Mamba Chopper uh, towards the end of the interview. So here it is, Kobe Bryant from July 2nd of last year. Joining us now on the hotline, LeBron is a Laker. He had a big role in it. It's the Lakers' Kobe Bryant. Kobe, good morning. How are you?
8: I'm good, man. How you doing?
2: Dude, we're doing... Right, look, we're asking everybody the where were you moment, but obviously you talked to LeBron uh, the night before. We saw the Lee Jenkins article in Sports Illustrated. How did that come about?
8: Um, well, I mean, we've known each other for a long time, man. You know what I mean? So, um, there's always been kind of that brotherhood there that that's you know, that goes back to our first time playing together at the Olympics, right? And so, you know, for him now to be a part of this Laker family, you know, it's... it's um, you know it's big man and and look, it's like you know once you put on that golden armor man, it's like you become a part of that of this culture, you become a part of the history, and um, I, mean, I couldn't be more excited for the city and for uh, for Rob magic and genie all
2: right, so what was part of the conversation that you had with lebron What was some of the stuff you talked about
8: nah, just hey, welcome to the family, bro. <laughs> You know, um, and, uh, you know, just getting together when he gets out here and, you know, just making sure his kids were good, family's good, and, uh, you know, that whole bit.
9: Okay, so, like, we're all reacting Saturday night to the news that Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City, which caused a lot of people to think, wait a second, hold on, maybe now LeBron won't go. What was your reaction when Paul George didn't even have a meeting with Magic. Magic got fined five hundred thousand dollars for tampering right. for winking. Didn't have a meeting. He he doesn't have a meeting with anybody else. He stays in Oklahoma City. What'd you think when you saw that?
8: I didn't have much of a reaction to it. You know, I, I've you know, Rob Palenka has been my guy for so long and you know, I know how he operates. So I know he has you know, he's cut the pie a million different ways, right? So he, he has options. If that falls through, he has this. If that falls through, he has that. So he has backup plans to backup plans. So I was never really worried about it. I knew he was gonna. You know, he had another option, um, and because uh, that's just how he operates, man. So I wasn't tripping at all.
9: Okay, so for a long time in LA, you know, you're if you're on Team Kobe. You can't be on Team LeBron, right? You just you can't, right? Now, now you guys never got to face each other in the finals. Like it just never worked. We never got the battle of those two superpowers. We got you in the Celtics, but we didn't get you versus LeBron. Okay, so I, look, I, 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 Everyone read the tweet. You're you're taking the high road. You're welcome into your city. Welcome into your team. But you you have to tell NBA fans, Laker fans, how do you really feel about LeBron James wearing your team's jersey?
8: I love it, man. Listen, it here's the thing. The NBA does better when the Lakers are at their um, you know, highest potential. And for the city of LA, it's important for us to have that star power. Now look, you know, Jerry was here, Elgin Baylor was here, Wilt was here, Magic was here, Cat was here, Shaq myself, and now let's carry it forward again. Right? You got LeBron here now. It's his turn now. Hopefully, he can uh you know, which he will. He'll will take this uh, his franchise back to its prominence, man. So I'm excited. I mean, I bleed purple and gold, and like since I was like three years old, <laughs> you know what I mean. It cuts real deep with me, man. So I'm I'm really excited.
2: Did you know after your conversation? Did you know when when the, when the news got tweeted out? When did you know?
8: Uh, I can't remember exactly when I knew, but I I knew. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I knew before everybody else. <laughs>
9: <laughs> uh, and Kobe called Clutch Sports, and Clutch Sports
8: put yeah, I, mean, I, them, don't, so not, I don't it.
9: know if you read Lee's article, but Lee's article said that LeBron, uh, you know, like, listen, it was, it was, it, it felt like a little bit of a script. So maybe it's not exactly how it happened. It said he was getting on his plane to fly to Europe, and he called Rich Paul and said, "Call the Lakers." Hung up and got on the plane. So that's not really the way it went down.
8: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right.
9: Kobe Bryant joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for uh, Dan, uh, Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Um, okay, so you, you mentioned you believe that LeBron will take the Lakers back to where they belong, to prominence, to top, the NBA. W- what's this going to be like? You've been a part of the builds, the rebuilds, several times over uh, with the Lakers. How? What should our reasonable expectations be based upon the roster they currently have wearing uh, purple and gold?
8: Well, yeah, I think the the wonderful thing about this is that it it really does um, speed up the development of the younger players. Um, where, you know, it, it, they've been growing so much, and now here they are, thrust into the spotlight. And you know how pressure, pressure makes diamonds. And so in this situation, you'll see Bonzo step up. You'll see Kuzma step up more. Like the young guys will really um, step up and rise to that challenge and uh, hit their potential a lot faster than it ordinarily would.
2: Do you think they all stay? Well, all the talk about Kawhi Leonard, that's still on the table, he wants to come here, that all those players, guys like Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, they'll all still be here?
8: Well, the most important thing is that they have talent here now, right? So, you know, the Lakers have put themselves in a beautiful position uh, where you have a myriad of options, right? And um, All of which, you know, we'd all be happy with, so.
9: If, uh, if he doesn't win a championship, is it a failure?
8: No, nah, they will. We'll get back to that level.
9: No, I understand. <laughs> I, I,
8: we'll get back to
1: that I understand. Level. But you still, I, look, no, you got to. No,
8: bro, he is family now. And um, <laughs> as a Laker, we will get back to that level. I remember Magic said it when Shaq and I first came on board. And, uh, you know, his um, unyielding support for us was. Um, was something that we relied on heavily, and uh, we're all going to rally around LeBron and support him just the same, man. We're, we're, we'll, we'll get this done.
2: Doug, Kobe had no time for that question. He had,
8: he had no, he had. No, he had I mean, <laughs> you, like you got to offer up the possibility, <laughs> right? Like, look, uh, you had bro, like, he, hey, he's in the golden armor, my man. That's that's family now. Bro. I
9: understand, but look, Karl Malone, Gary Payton, they come over here, and then Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, they 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 came. Others have chased. What you have, what you have captured, right? They others have tried to do it and have failed. I just have we offered up the the thought. All right, here's here's my question. He's thirty three. He's thirty three, and he's been able to to not be injured. You had the knee. Th- you had several different knee things, and then obviously yep. the the Achilles. Yep. Um, how long can he? How long can he continue at this pace, considering he's a he's a huge man who's never been hurt.
8: Well, I mean, here's the beautiful thing about you know the size that he has is that it gives him great versatility. So when he reaches a point where he feels like his game is slowing down or his explosiveness is diminishing, with his size, he can easily and comfortably move to the low block, right? And he can play down low, he can play the mid post more, he can play on the elbows more. So his size gives him great versatility and uh, the ability to adapt. Uh, with age. I mean, you saw I had to adapt to age. Mine had to adapt to age. Certain players had to adapt. But, you know, I was 6'6, right? So I was trying to, I was posting up and having to do things with bigger guys. But LeBron's size is 6'10. I mean, that's a natural evolution for him. So I don't think he'll have much of a problem with it. You know,
2: we talked about, you talked about evolution of how things have been going free agency wise for LeBron. He had the decision. Then he had the first person article for Players Tribune. Still, this was such a big deal with police uh, helicopters following him as he landed in Van Nuys on Saturday, which is so <laughs> It's so awesome. <laughs> Do you like the way free agency goes now with players and how things go and how big of a deal it is like this?
8: Well, you know, I just think it just elevates the game as a whole, right? If you, if, if this much attention is being paid to free agency, that means the game is extremely popular and it's really in a good spot, right? And we live in a in an era now with social media and you know so many different media outlets that everybody's trying to one up each other, right? So that just raises and heightens uh, the electricity that surrounds free agency. So I mean, it's all good, man. It's all good. It just does nothing but. That, uh, you know, make the game more popular.
9: You chose. You chose to kind of remove yourself from L.A. You, you live. You know, you had to helicopter in from where you live to get to Staples. Yeah. And and you you did that. I would I would guess to kind of get away from some of the noise and have your your own thing. He's chosen at least his two homes now. That's Brentwood. That's West LA. That's right in the heartbeat of it. How challenging do you think that's going to be for him? Look, like, he's had a circus before, but it's a circus in Akron and Cleveland. It's completely different when you're in LA. What's that challenge like for him?
8: Well, you know, I think it'll be fine. Actually, I think you know there'll be a lot of hype at first, but you know what happens in LA, even in you know in OC, <clears throat> is that the city claims you, so they wind up protecting you and shielding you and and looking out for you. Right? I mean. So I think at first it'll be, you know, a little crazy. But when things stabilize and they settle down, um, the community will actually rally around him and protect him, him and his family. So
2: You got to watch out, Kobe. You sound management now.
8: You're, you're management now. Nah, no, bro, listen. Now, right? listen, <laughs> listen, man. It, I, I was – to say I was excited was, you know, like, Jeannie, I remember Jeannie when her and I first talked and her about taking over the team and stuff, and, um, and uh, her finally deciding to do that and being really happy for her, and, you know, and Rob obviously coming back and taking that thing and uh, knowing the pressure that he was under and the heat that he was under and, you know, the challenge that he was facing. I mean, this is a big day, man. It's um, a big day.
9: You've, you've, already, you've obviously won five NBA titles, okay? You've, you've won an Oscar now. Um, Does winning a title as part of a front office uh, interest you in the future?
8: No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) no. No, 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 no. Not even a little? No, man, no. Like, I I, I love what I'm doing. I love creating. I love, you know... uh, getting up in the morning and and, uh, and working on building the studio. You know, I absolutely love it. Um, but like, you know, Lakers is family, bro. So like, you know, for, for Rob to win a championship, uh, to me, it's like winning another one, man. Like, I, I couldn't, it, that's my brother. So, I'll always be a part of the Lakers family.
9: Detail was really well received. Incredibly well received during the NBA playoffs. Thank players you. are, well, players are, cool. like, look, the the respect I know you want is from not just from us, but really from players, right? And players like, dude, I watched that. There was in incredible but there is like you're kind of giving away keys to Jason Tatum who's with the Celtics like you're saying Lakers are family but you're telling the Celtics how to beat everybody else is there is there any sort of pull there because there are guys you like guys you have relationships and guys
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you don't
9: like how do you handle <laughs> I know.
8: that i uh, don't no. well no the thing is you know these tactics are things that help Jason Tatum But there are also things conceptually that can help other basketball players and other athletes. And the choice that I made was, you know, I want to be able to enhance the game for other players, uh, not just the ones that are currently playing, but also for the next generation, right? So, like, if you have a 12-year-old basketball player out there right now and he's watching a show detail and he's watching how the game should be processed and he's thinking about the game at that level now, then what would he be thinking about when he's 17, when he's 22, when he's 25, right? So it's about playing the long game and trying to enhance the next generation of athletes as well as help out the current ones
9: yeah i'm I'm sure Gigi loves that i'm sure she rolls her eyes she's like oh man are we gonna break down tape again
8: (laughs) you know what that's when it all started though like i figured like if i can create a show that has fun lights and diagrams and arrows and try to make that um uh, visually fun for for my kid to watch then you know she can learn and uh without me having to sit down with her and bore her to death while watching film. <laughs> all right,
9: all right. one last time, just so Laker fans know, guys that have your jersey, you are you're okay with them purchasing a LeBron James jersey today that that says Lakers. Like you you are not if they take off a Kobe jersey and put on a LeBron Lakers jersey <laughs> you're cool with it.
8: Oh my God, yes man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. Right, you know, Go in your sure, closet. Like- Stack up, stack up on Jerry West, stack up on Magic, on my jersey, buy LeBron jersey. I mean, let, let's go. I mean, it, it's a, it's 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 all about the Golden Armor, man. And uh, yeah, stock up.
2: And you're gonna let LeBron use the helicopter, right? Because he's gonna gotta live a little bit farther out, and getting to practice might be tough. <laughs>
8: you can use the mamba chopper anytime man
2: all right. all right how much time did you cut off your commute and that's what I always wanted to know how much how much did it take you from leaving leaving your house get there but get to practice what it was 10 bro, minutes
8: bro seriously like when i first moved out here there was hardly anybody out here right so the drive for me was like 30 minutes. And then it started becoming like an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. And, I mean, you know, like you got soccer games to get to, you got school recitals to get to, man. nobody got time to be sitting in traffic, man. So um, I tried the helicopter and it t- takes me 15 minutes.
9: The
2: it's Mamba Chopper.
6: Going Mamba
8: Chopper, man. That is,
9: that, is that is a baller move. That's a big baller move.